Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the Cafe Wealthies. I am so glad you dropped in for a cup of inspiration today. As I've said before, we focus here in creating true wealth from the inside out. And bringing your brilliance out into the world is a key component of true wealth. So today, I've invited the best expert I know in that arena to join us for another installment of her course creation wisdom. Yep, Julie Hood of Course Creators HQ is here with me today. Julie Hood helps coaches, authors, experts, and bloggers create and market amazing online courses. She's helped me create my own. She'll share the best tools, resources, and strategies, and she does so also each week via email and on her website at coursecreatorshq.com. Julie combines her left brain love of computers with her right brain creative side to help entrepreneurs create and market amazing online courses, six-figure launches, and build online businesses from the ground up. Julie's superpower is taking complicated online processes and making them simpler and easier for her clients. Welcome to the cafe, Julie. Oh, thanks for having me back, Erica. I'm so excited to get to talk to you again. I am too. You know, Wealthies, we had Julie here back in episode four, and here we are a number of months later, and I just knew it was time to bring her back because we did cover a lot last time about what a course is and how Julie got to be in the course creation world. But this time I want to talk about basically what the idea is or the steps are in creating an online course as a side hustle. So Julie, that's a big topic and a big undertaking, I think. And maybe it's not. Maybe you just make it simple, which I know you did for me. <laughs> so so what are the where do we start with that whole thing? Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to your listeners about this because I think it can be one of the best ways to get another revenue stream. You know, we want to have as many easy revenue streams as we can as entrepreneurs. And so I think this can be a way to even start as a side hustle if you're in a full-time job and you're trying to figure out, okay, what could I be doing online and and where could I go? I think an online course could be a really easy way to get started. So I have this seven steps that I like to share with my audience. So if you want, we can go through them with your audience too. Oh, I'd love that. Let's go for it. Okay. So the first step is that you have to pick a topic that is going to wow the audience that you're helping. And it's also a very, very specific transformation. It's a very, very specific A to B thing that you are going to help your audience and your students go from where they are right now to a specific solution at the end of your course. And we talked about this a ton in episode four, so I won't go through all of that again, but just a few things to kind of keep in mind. One of the most important ones is to keep it very narrow, especially for your first course. Let's just get something created. Let's get a course out there that's for sale. 
that you can start getting some revenue from. It doesn't have to be your signature course. It definitely does not have to be everything you know about your topic. It just needs to be enough to give someone a solution so that they have a specific problem that you're going to help them solve. I love that. And yes, our listeners can tune back into episode four to get the details for that and how to do it. But, you know, being a product of your process, I can testify that just picking a great topic like you teach us to do and go for it, that's really key. Well, and you you actually did that with your money makeover and how many you've offered that how many different times now with your online course. And so we we yeah, narrowed it narrowed it down because you've got such a wide breadth of experience of everything you could possibly teach. And we, one that was a narrow, you know, it's something people finish in 10 days. And would you say that that has worked pretty well for you as far as having it narrowed down out of all the things you could do? Yeah, absolutely. I I think one, one best way we've ever talked about this is I look at all of us as our whole breadth of experience being like an arena and everything we know is in that arena, but we need a door for people to walk into. And it's a simple door. So, so they know to come on in. And that has been so helpful for me. They just come in that, that door through that course and it leads them into everything else. Perfect. Yeah. So that's step one is to pick this topic. That's your audience. You know, that they're really, really interested in, you know, you can get them through the transformation pretty quickly, pretty easily. Cause we're, we're trying to keep this as simple as possible while still making it successful for your students. And then step two is to outline your course. And I'll give you a few examples of different ways to do this because I've learned through the years that different people operate a little bit differently when they're trying to do outlines. And I think actually you and I are different too. <laughs> so yeah. we, we, can, we can each use um, ourselves as an example. And the first one is to use post-it notes where you write down individual ideas related to your course and individual steps. And then you can lay them all out on the table or you can use index cards too. It doesn't have to be post-it notes, but something where you've got one idea per card per note. And you lay them all out on the table. You start putting them in order of what needs to happen first, second, third. What does someone need to know or figure out first, second, third? And you put them in order. And then you can also go down and say, well, this is kind of a subset of that step. Or this is a subset of that step. So you've got your different steps across the top and then individual lessons down beneath it. So those steps across the top we'll call modules. So those are the modules of your course. And then underneath that are all the different steps that are involved. And you may decide like, oh, this one's no good. I'll just throw this one out, save this for a different course. This will also help you find holes maybe where there's, you know, you only have one post-it note on that module. And so you need to fill in a little bit more, but we're trying to give us a a really specific outline. That's the end of goal is to come up with, a very detailed, this is how my course is going to flow and how I'm going to teach it to my audience. And I think that's sort of the way you like to work too with individual topics, right? That is pretty close. That is about how also I wrote my book that way. It was with index cards though, not the stickies, but same thing. And 
it just helps me visually see it, move it, be tactical with it and move things around. Right, right. So that's one way to do it. And then the other way is more of for my list makers out there, which is what my style is. And when I wrote my first program, I actually sat down and made a list on a sheet of paper of all the different topics that I could think of that could be related on one piece of paper. It wasn't on all these different post-it notes. It was just one sheet. Right. And then I went back through that list and put it into a physical outline on a different sheet of paper and put it in order. The initial list was more of a brainstorming option. And then the second list got the order to it. But I had it all in one place. And there's an online tool if you like to do outlines, it's called workflowy.com. And I'll have you can put that link I'll in the notes. I'll put that in the too. show notes. Sure. It's a really, really fantastic free way to do outlines. And it makes it really easy to move things around and uh, move them up and down if you want them to be higher in the list, that sort of thing. It's, it's really a great way to do an outline. Cool. So, depending on how you like to think, one of those two ways, we want to get the steps together that people need to go from beginning to the end of your course. And then I want to have you actually have somebody else look at it for you. Because a big mistake that I will see some folks do when they're trying to create a course is they sort of forget what they don't know and forget what it's like to not know. So you want to have somebody that doesn't know your topic, look at your outline and say, Ooh, I don't know what you mean here, or I don't see how that follows. So they can kind of get a feeling for, okay, is this flow going to work? I bought a course the other day and the very first video, I think what had happened is the person who had recorded it had done a Facebook live and she was talking about, oh, this week I taught you to do this and this and this and this. And this was the intro video to her course. And I was so confused because this was the first thing I heard from her. And all the stuff she was talking about that she taught us, she hadn't taught us yet. (laughs) So you don't want that to happen. You want to have a very good flow for your students and take them from A to B all the way through the steps. That's a great reminder. And then a step three from there is to actually create the course. And what I mean by that is I have a couple things that I like to see folks create. And then a couple things that are additions that you may not have to have. So it's up to you, depending on how much time you have, that sort of thing. So the first thing is for each of your lessons, I want you to create a Cliff Notes page. And on this page, you list out the main content of what you're going to teach in that lesson. It's not a transcript. It's a Cliff Notes version of this is what I'm telling people how to do. And then it also lists at the bottom the homework or the assignment that you're giving. So they can print off this page and get a really good feeling for that lesson. Because I had um, one of our mutual friends, Doug Sandler and Strickland, in the podcast class, they use these. And it was so fantastic as a student. I just loved it because... There were a few lessons that I didn't actually need to listen to the whole lesson for. Once I looked at that, what they were teaching and had that cliff notes, I was good. I did. I could have, if I needed to, on the lessons that I didn't know what they were talking about, I listened to those lessons. But it will help your students get through the course when they have those cliff notes options for the lessons. That's a great idea. I love it. When when I started doing that with them, I thought, oh, I'm going to tell all of my students to make sure they're doing that. 
And then the second thing is to create either an audio or a video. So depending on what kind of setup you have, like if you're already a podcaster, creating an audio for a lesson will be super simple for you. If you do videos, absolutely do videos, but videos are actually not required. I don't think you have to do videos in a lesson because I even signed up. I'm sure you've seen some of the commercials on TV for Noom, the weight loss training that's out there. So I signed up for it and I was going through the lessons and I realized there are no videos in this training of any of this. It's meant to be done on your phone and they actually have everything written out for a screen at a time on your phone. And then you click the button at the bottom of the screen and it takes you to the next screen of the lessons. But there's no videos in there and they're super successful with their students. So I like to tell folks videos are great. Sometimes you maybe want to do some screen shares to show people how to use software or something, but they actually are not required for a course, depending on how you're teaching. That's such a useful tool because I think there are also a lot of people who don't like to do videos. So uh, yeah. they don't they don't like to produce them. And there are those of us who don't necessarily need them to learn. So That's a good thing. Yeah. And if you do decide to do something like that, try to keep them as short as you can. So five to 10 minutes max is really, really helpful for your students because I know you and I have sat down the courses and the first thing you see is a 90 minute video and it's just so deflating. It's like, oh, I got to watch an hour and a half. Is there a shortcut? Is there a shorter version? Can I get the abridged, condensed, Reader's Digest condensed version? <laughs> right. Of this Just lesson? give me the, a bite, one bite of the elephant at a time. Yeah, exactly. So that's step three. We created the the simple version of the course, and then once you've got all these different pieces, you've got your cliff notes and your audios or your videos. Then you need to figure out where you're going to put this information so that. Um, you can give it to your students. And this is step four, which is where do you host your course or where where are you putting all these files? Oh, good. I'm glad we're talking about this because so many people get hung up on this step. Yes, the technology trips folks up because there's so many different options and so many different choices that you can make. So I'm going to give you two different potential solutions that you can use here. And then um, I have a longer training that I'll also give you guys the link to put in the show notes that for folks who really want to dig into it and want to get into more of the specifics, they can watch this training on, on the different course hosts. But let me give the short version for the podcast today. The first thing you can do is go out to upload all your files into a Google Drive And then you're going to create a document that links to all of the different lessons. So you'll create a Google Doc and you'll link to each of the lessons and each of the doc, each of the audios, the checklist, that sort of thing. It's all in one document. And what you do when someone pays you for your course, you send them that document and they have access to your course. Super simple really easy way to get your first course up and running. This is a side hustle. We're not going to make this complicated. We're going to keep this easy and simple to get some revenue coming in the door. And this is, this would be the course um, format would be that they get it all at once. It's not like drip, which I must, uh, I could ask. Correct. Okay. Got it. Right. It's a, you sign up, here's the whole course, go run with it. 
Now, the one, probably there's two major cons to this method. The first one is that, like you said, you can't drip out the course where maybe every week you want to give a lesson and maybe it's a six module course. So you're giving them a module each week and then each week they should get just that lesson to add in. And so you can't really necessarily do that with this type of setup because you're just giving them everything at once. So there are some tools out there that are set up to manage all of this for you. So it's things, um, and your audience may have heard of some of these tools, Kajabi, Thinkific, Teachable, there's lots and lots and lots of them. And so I'll just kind of hit the high points on which ones I like and which ones work best for, for different types of audiences. The first one, Kajabi, if you're just getting started online, I really love Kajabi because it puts all of your pieces in to one tool and everything, including your website and your email newsletter and your affiliate program, all of that is all in one tool and you don't have to have the challenge of trying to get all your technology to work together. So that's what I like about Kajabi. Um, it is a little pricier than some of the other options. So if budget is a concern for you, you know, we're talking about a side hustle here. So you probably want to try to do this with as the least amount of expenses as you can, then um, Thinkific is a really great place to get started. And Thinkific will let you get started for free for your first course. And so you don't have to pay any kinds of the, the setup fees or the monthly fees. So that's where I tend to send folks who are really, really tightly on a budget. Another piece of this is figuring out the experience that you want your students to have. Generally, it's about the same. You know, each lesson is on a page. Your students will say when they've completed it and it'll send them to the next page. But I have had a few of my clients who want a very specific setup for their students. They want it to look a certain way. So if that's important to you, then make sure you test drive some of these different tools and you may even want to go over to something on a WordPress site where you have total control of what it looks like. Generally, I don't send most folks to a WordPress site because there's lots and lots of tech issues that can come up with that. And you really need to be managing that level of software. But for some people, that's, you know, they want that level of control no matter how hard it is to manage. So it just depends on from a business perspective what you choose. So, and I'm excited. We're going to have you on Kajabi. So your courses are going to have so much fun with that. Yay. And, and I think people should know too, I started pretty simple on my 10 day money mindset course started uh, on Facebook. I mean, as That's right. simple in a Facebook group, I used units, you know, I mean, if you, that's another way to roll it out really, you know, simply. Exactly. I forgot about that one. That's a great one. It's basically an even better alternative than the Google Drive because you can control who's in and out of your group. So you're able to control the access to it. Yeah. Okay. What step was that in our seven steps? That was step four, okay. where to host your course. And then step five is to set up a sales page where people can buy from you. Ah. So. Yeah, you know, let's get the, the cash coming in the door. And just a few things on this. I want you to start with a headline at the top that really resonates with the audience that you're speaking to and talks about the problem that you're solving. 
So that's where you grab them and get them started and get them coming into what you're doing. So for example, I have a course coming up called the 24-Hour Course Creator, and I help folks um, put their courses together over a period of 24 hours. So some of them will do it in an hour a day. Some of them will do it in a three-day weekend and do like three eight-hour days. But my headline for this course is how to create your first or next course in just 24 hours. That's so you can grammar. see. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's very obvious what I'm going to be talking about. And um, that's kind of the goal of getting them started on your sales page. And then do you want me to go into a few more things that are good to have on the sales page? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So obviously describing your situation and how you became an expert about the topic that that doesn't have to be long, but I think you do have to tell your story. You know, how did you get to where you are and how did you figure out this topic and figure out this solution for folks? So you want to have that in there. You also want to talk about what they're going to do and have them imagining what it will be like at the end of your course. So thinking about what's this going to be like when I'm done, what's this transformation going to be? That's I have them powerful. thinking about that. Uh, you also want to include, if you have any yet, some testimonials of folks who have worked with you in the past. That will be helpful for some social proof to where they, they feel a little more comfortable. Okay, this is someone I can definitely work with. And then obviously buy buttons. And I'd love for you to have those more than just one, like spread them out throughout the page because different people will decide that they want to jump in at different times throughout your sales page. So spread those buttons around. And then my one of my mentors, um, Mary Ellen Tribby, works on a lot and lot of copywriting and doing this kind of sales page. And she has done a ton of testing and has has determined orange buttons work the best because they get people's attention. Usually you don't have an orange website. So orange gets their attention. They know where to click and it kind of heads them in that direction. So that's my really quick version of doing a sales page. <laughs> I love that. I, I do want to say one thing I know that really tripped me up or I let it trip me up. Let's use it that way because I'm a real make sure you use good semantics person. And that was when I first did my course, I was like, well, Julie, I remember saying this to you, how do I get testimonials when this is like a new course? And what I wound up doing was doing a version of the course, if you will, that was, you know, non-paid. Like I let a couple people go through it and we tested it out. And then I got those testimonials and used them on my sales page. So I just want to make sure I raise my hand and say to people, don't let not having testimonials stop you because there is definitely, you, you've been around the block, whether you're a coach or a whatever other expert or entrepreneur or side hustle person you are. I know you've been around the block and I know you've had people experience your stuff and getting testimonials is really simple. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And you may even have another thing you can use too is recommendations on LinkedIn. If people have recommended you for different things, that's another, I just screenshot some of those and put those into my sales letters. So that's another way to do that. So that's step five of setting up your sales page. 
And then step six is I want you to make it really, really easy for folks to get to this page. So setting up some kind of link that's easy to talk about. So there's a couple different ways I can give some of the tech side of things to do this. Um, If you have, you can actually buy a domain name and forward it to whatever page you're talking about on your website. And it's, you can get the people like a GoDaddy and tell them you want to forward your domain name and they can walk you through it. It's pretty straightforward. So um, for example, 24hourcoursecreator.com is forwarded to the page that I have where my sales page is located. So it's not even its own website, it's forwarded to that page. So that's one of the options. If you have a WordPress site, I know you and I both use a tool called Pretty Links. It's a plugin to create really, really easy to use links. So those are two ways to just get something that, and the reason we're doing that is we wanna be able to give out a short version that people can understand, especially if they're on a podcast, you want a link that's really easy to talk about and really easy to share. Right. And we'll be sharing a couple of those today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then, so that's step six is getting your easy to share link. And step seven is to find a couple partners, you know, folks that you are good friends with, folks that love your business, that know what you do, that know your coaching and to ask them to share it with their audience. Um, You can, to keep it simple, you can create a copy of your sales page that's just for them and let them share it. And then you'll know when the orders come through in case you want to give them any kind of special recognition or any kind of affiliate commission or something off the sales that they've done. It's finding those partners to help you share it and uh, get to know your course that way. So it's it's does not have to be as complicated as we often think, oh my gosh, that's a huge project, but it can be pretty simple to get started and get your first course out there. I love that. And, and wealthies in the community that are listening into this podcast, I really do want to encourage you to get a course out there and to share your brilliance more out into the world and create another pipeline or revenue stream and get this going because I it really is important right now more than ever that the world take a good, I wouldn't say advantage, but take advantage is the way I will say it, of your <laughs> gifts, right? They the world needs your gifts right now. So let's uh let's make sure they have a way to do that. So Julie, what is the best way? Because these seven steps, while they are awesome and people could take action, let's hear more about the 24-hour course because I know that for me, when I went through that, that really helped me go step-by-step in a short period of time. Yeah. So what we've done is put together a program where you sit down at your computer and the first hour I say, go do this step. Second hour, go do this step. It takes out all of those headaches of what should I be doing next, where you waste all that time trying to figure out what should I be doing. It it takes that all out of the equation for you. And I'm excited because a couple times a year, I do what I call my daily version of the 24-hour course creator. And the goal is that we spend an hour a day during the week, not the weekends. You get the weekends off um, for 24 days. And we do it as a group. 
so that you can get some feedback and talk to other folks and see what's going on. Each day you get an assignment. And then by the end of the 24 days, we've got your first course done. So I'm excited because we're going to be doing it again soon. So in case anybody is interested and wants to join us, it's it's a great way to jump in because you get coaching with me. I do weekly coaching with the group. Oh God, that's so great. So I'll set up a pretty link. This should work, right? EricaRossCoach.com forward slash CC. And yes. that'll take them to be able to register and sign up for that. Correct? Perfect. Yes. I'd love to have them join us and I'm sure they have questions. So please forward any questions you have. I'd love to hear, you know, where you're at, if you're thinking about it, if, if you're wondering if this is a good fit for you or not, let's talk about it. What's the best way for people to get questions to you, Julie? And I'll also put that in, in the show notes. Yeah, it's Julie Hood at coursecreatorshq.com. All right. So I'll stick that in the show show notes and, and make sure. Listen, I want to thank you so much for stopping by the cafe and helping me encourage the wealthies here to get courses out. And there's nobody better to help them in guiding them and getting it out there than you from my perspective. Any last minute, anything you want to say? Uh, or shall we finish our cups of whatever we're drinking and call it a day? Yeah, well, just thank you so much for giving me a place to spread the word because I truly believe that courses and spreading our knowledge can change the world, whether we're helping people have better businesses or be a better parent or save money or make money. All these things I think are essential and um, folks have their own individual unique ways of sharing this. And so I want to help as many people as possible get that out there. So thank you so much for giving me a place to spread that message. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you for stopping by. Okay, wealthies, always remember that true wealth is created from the inside out and success is in your nature. All the information from today's podcast, including links to contact Julie and take advantage of the course creators 24 hour program she talked about, they'll all be included in the show notes. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.